0: Just for the sake of being me now, if it was mean and funny. No, but I mean, it it would be something that would just kind of be just hurtful. Oh, fair enough. uh, uh, Last thing I need right now. No one's ever called me quiet or handsome. Like, yeah. All right, you
1: dick. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Kick me while I'm self-deprecating. motherfucker. Yeah, I know. That's exactly
0: what I was saying is that I'm not going to jump on this train. You were looking at me like you expected some sort of uh, additional material. And I wasn't going to provide that because it was rude. (laughs) How about that shit? Oh, man, this fucking well, movie. Dude. I, I, I try not to be rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to try a little harder. Well, I just did. And you shamed me for it with your eyes, James. With your eyeballs. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I, I do have a question before you, for yeah. you before we get started. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite anything? Like, if you're being very honest, like, and I don't mean like versions of a thing like, oh, I prefer cheesesteaks from this place than this place. Mm. I mean, do you have a definite favorite of just a, something in your life, like a food? Yeah. Because I, there is not a single thing that I could definitely say that, oh yeah, that's absolutely my favorite, hands down. I have
1: a group of favorites that occasionally changes. You know what I mean? It's
0: like, I, for example. So then it isn't a favorite. It's a passing thing.
1: No, because there's been some constants. Like I ate Jack's Pizza goddamn three, four times a week for 30 years. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Great. One day I just woke up and took a bite of it and I said, I can't eat this no more. Nope. <laughs> nope. But um, there's, there's, there's certain constants. I mean, I, I won't eat ketchup unless it's Heinz. I mean, it, unless I know it's Heinz, I'm not even going to order it with something
0: with ketchup. Right, but that is a specific kind of ketchup. Again, mm. I, I'm saying like in general.
1: Not really. No. No. no.
0: And exactly. Like, why would you? I think if you are willing to uh, narrow down your taste and funnel it down into one constant thing that, like, nope, that's absolutely my favorite, mm. then you're a child. Yeah,
1: and I did. I was just thinking about that. The only last time I had, I did. I was like that down. I was in my teens. Uh huh. Yeah. Because there's so many. It, for me, it's like. Especially with food, there's so many things that I haven't tasted, so many different ideas that I haven't even considered about food, that it would be silly for me to say, this is my absolute favorite. Now, do I like a ribeye? Hell yeah. But, there's 10,000 ways to
0: make it, why limit? Exactly. And, yeah, like, you and I were talking about the, uh, as far as, like, getting sick of things too, the the prime rib conversation, because... Anybody you know who has ever made prime rib professionally Mm -hmm. doesn't even want to look at it anymore.
1: No, I can barely. Every once in a while, like every like 10 years or so, you know, I'll order one New Year's Eve just because I'm at a restaurant and I want to, you know, and then I'll eat and go, I can't do this for a while.
0: (laughs) I say shave prime ribs is a different animal. Oh, no. I will will say that. I will take some shave prime rib any day. You give me a big old mm -hmm. fucking fake Arby's.
1: Hell, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, God. Or a real shaved prime rib. Oh, and cooked up with a little salt and pepper and tallow and.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. No. So, some sauteed onions and just drench it in fucking horsey sauce. Mm hmm. Or even without the horsey sauce, just eat it as it is, like an animal. <laughs> just with your hands. Yeah. A <laughs> trough. Just burning your face in the pan in which you're heating
1: <laughs> So good. Ah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> the pain makes it taste better. Uh, and speaking of uh, hurting yourself trying to eat flesh, hey everybody, welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to. My. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> Ugh. My name is Chris Faff, and I'm one of your hosts. That was some phlegmie goodness there, Chris. (laughs) I don't know. Something just hit me, like, right in the lungs. Like, oh, no.
1: I'm pretty sure that was that fucking oatmeal cookie you just consumed before we did this. I I
0: did just inhale an oatmeal cream pie, like, at a disgusting rate. And I think part of it ended up in your lungs, dude. So what I do with oatmeal cream pies is I don't just take bites of them. I fold them in half mm-hmm. so that I can just eat it in two bites and get the maximum amount every yeah. time. And like just a let a disgusting it, pig. Just, just let
1: it melt in your mouth and chew it. Oh, those mm-hmm. don't melt in
0: your mouth. It's an oatmeal cream pie. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, bro? you got to chew that fucker for a minute, but yummy. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. I, I, I think you need to say your name.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about a goddamn oatmeal cookie, and I can't eat it on the air. Fuck.
0: Well, you should have ate it beforehand, like I did.
1: Yeah, and coughed my lungs out. You should have taken my lead. Absolutely. And I am James Marino, and I'm the other one of your hosts.
0: And today, we are doing a thing. Uh, This is a movie that kind of technically we've done before. It was about episode five or six, something like that. You've done before. Yeah. Uh, We are what we are, but the original uh, Mexican production what? Is it? Well, in case you want me to say it, I was going to look it up. Oh, well, then here, th- do it quickly.
1: Come on, chop chop. Where would you write that? It's oh, yeah, top. it's somos
0: hay. Okay. There
1: you go. Just had to get that out of the way. Yes. Sure.
0: Anyway, uh, uh, we are, again we've done the American remake, so we are going back and doing the original Spanish version of "We Are What We Are," released in two thousand and ten, written and directed by Jorge Miguel Grau starring Francisco Barrera as Alfredo, I'm sure I said that wrong. Oh, you did. Oh yeah. Uh Elaine Chavez as Julian, Paulina Gaitán as Sabina and Carmen Beto as Patricia. There you go. So That wasn't too horrible. Yeah, I try. You've done worse. I, I really try. I might be bad at it, but I give it a shot, gosh darn sure it all. You sure did. So but before I ask you the question, there's something that I want to get into and it uh it affects both this film and the American remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if people have seen either of them before, or I don't know how people consume. If they watch the movies that we talk about, if they see it, that we've done it, and go look it up and watch it and then listen. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't know. I don't know your fucking deal, everybody. <laughs> I don't
1: know what you do. I used to listen to a movie podcast not having seen the movie to hear what the fuck they had to say about it is how I did it.
0: Right. But, the but I'm a monster. The, the thing that I wanted to point out because I thought it may have been a huge bugaboo for you That in both this and the American version you very much have to suspend your disbelief Because a major point of the plot is completely implausible the fact that these people would just be living in a society it, with children who go out into the world and have kept this secret. It's a huge thing that just kind of breaks the movie. It's just like, no, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. But, and I was wondering if that would cloud your judgment, but... It... Not, even, not even in the slightest, because... Well, then, James, Yes. how did you, like, 2010's We Are What We Are? I sat through this. Like, I watched,
1: like, 15 minutes of it last night, but I was goddamn tired. And I hate having to watch the whole thing at one stretch because I, I fucking was glued to the goddamn screen the entire movie. My brain was as simple as this movie was. There were so many themes mm-hmm. that are just fucking coming at you, especially if you know like the class struggles in Mexico, um, how it's a patriarchal society, and all this other shit, and it's just running through my fucking head. Um, the roles, roles of people in the family, I, it, um. All different kinds of feminist stuff in there. I just, like, there was so
0: much to chew on. So, yeah, I love this movie. This is a really, really good movie. Fucking um, hey it was. I, I will do my best to refrain from talking about the American remake, but... No, go ahead. It, it was, uh... Especially I,
1: Counterpoint, because I don't have that Counterpoint.
0: I, I may have a little bit of a bias just because I am a Jim Mickle fan. Yeah. And, and, and I saw it first. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it but... This is a little bit more uh, intense and in-your-face mm-hmm. than the American remake. The American remake's a bit slower and mm-hmm. kind of methodical, where this is not that.
1: The only, the only thing that I'd heard, because I asked a few people about this movie because I tried not to read anything about it this time. Um, oh, God, what was I trying to say? That the, um, the Jim Mickle version had more of the lore of, of why they were yes, doing it. it sure did. Whereas
0: this one didn't fucking tell you shit. Nope, and I respect both viewpoints honestly because the lore plays into the story in the American remake. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just oh, and by the way, this happened way back then to fill uh, time. Right. Like it has an influence on the story itself. Gotcha. So that that might be one of the things that I like a little bit more about it. And again, it's a little bit more subtle, but. This movie's so fucking in your face. Dude, this movie fucking slaps. It's so goddamn good. Mm -hmm. And again, I am not familiar exactly with the uh, class struggles or uh, effectively just Mexican society in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But even I saw enough just universal human themes in this that make it just a, a work of art.
1: And for once, we're watching a film. Well, the culture is a culture that I grew up around with, and I don't know intimately, intimately, but I know well enough that it really, really, really kicked in. Like, for example, I do if you've never been to Mexico City, it, it's absolutely gorgeous and the most horrifying slums you've ever seen. And the one thing that they got right, I think, is notice that everything in that apartment was clean. Every, the, the paint was missing, but you can see where they sanded down the edges so that when matched, um, everything in there was clean, polished. You even they even made a point while they were cleaning because mom made them clean. Mm-hmm. But that is fucking how it is.
0: Absolutely, the kitchen was right. Everything
1: was right. I was just like, my
0: god. So I guess we should kind of explain for anybody who hasn't seen or heard of this film. Uh, it's about a cannibal family. Mm-hmm. That, that's your your broad synopsis. Oh, a lost family. the dead.
1: Now I got to figure it out.
0: Yep. And uh, what I was saying, as far as you have to really like suspend disbelief to get into this, it, both this and the American remake have this problem where it's a family of cannibals, right? And children are keeping this secret, even though they are out in society, and. I find that to be just completely implausible mm-hmm. in, in both versions. So I thought that maybe that would really get under your skin. And if you saw that right at the beginning of a movie, cause I know something like that would absolutely sour you if it really like caught yeah. you on the wrong day.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. The last movie, for example, I could have had a, a fun romp, but I didn't see it in that light because I was looking at it with critical eyes. Right. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, no, even knowing that, because I have to suspend my disbelief for a lot of these movies for points that would usually bug the fuck out of me. And I traditionally try to find reasons to like a movie. Well, this movie started out just visually arresting.
0: Oh, but, it's incredible. And just
1: any simple scene, any simple shot, the color palette, everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm down. Um, Much like, you know, in some movies, the vampires aren't explained. Sometimes they are. The zombies are explained. They're not. A kid would probably say something, but it didn't even occur to me because I saw them in situ as grown teenagers or grown people. Had I seen uh, a shot of them as children, that thought may have popped in my head, but I don't come into the movie that way. I come into the movie, whom they're this age. We don't even know exactly what happens. We don't know anything really about it. Oh, fuck, there can't, you know. So I, I, didn't, I didn't have to think about anything prior to this movie because this movie grabbed me
0: by the chest hair and just fucking pulled me in. hmm And I think that they did a pretty good job playing around with not letting you know, at least in the film, mm-hmm. that they're cannibals. Right. Because the father dies, they're all grieving, and the mother shuts herself away, and the kids are like, we have to get something. Mm-hmm.
1: And oh yeah. there's
0: no, no indication of what they are talking about. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, it's daylight. And immediately, since, I, I mean, we all knew from the description that it's cannibals, so it kind of sucks that we all knew what was happening, but it could have been anything. anything. Yes. And, and I was like, ooh. And especially because, I mean, the dad looks all sorts of fucked up. I mean, they could be dope fiends. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, you know what
1: really fucking drew me into this movie? The guy, their father, looks almost exactly like a cross between my father and my uncle Miguel, my Uncle Mike. They, if you mix the two of them, fucking exactly down to the hands, it looked it looked like my dad's hands without the five billion tattoos. I was like, holy shit! And then when he fell, I'm like, oh! <laughs> and I love that scene where he kind of he's in the plaza, and it's like the only nice area. Mm-hmm. It's like the only fucking nice area, and he just. Heels over, people just running past him. He fucking horks up. And, and, they, the, and it wasn't the cops that dragged him out. It was the cleaning staff that dragged him out of there. Yep. there two guys just following around with a mop. It was almost comic relief. I'm like... Ch-ch-ch-ch.
0: Yeah. And, and like I said, just immediately erasing his existence.
1: Mm-hmm. And also showing, for people who are not familiar, the, the cheapness of human life out there. Mm-hmm. The, just the absolute
0: horror of just living on a day-to-day basis. Right. And, uh, I mean, I think the character setup is really fucking good Mm because, I mean, we don't really know much about the dad except for that he made watches and was kind of a bastard.
1: I like to go out and chase the hookahs.
0: Yep. And we have Alfredo, the eldest child, who is trying to step into that role. Oh. Right, should, should we just get into this whole, like, kind yeah, of? Yeah, because that really, really, I've seen this played out a See, million times. This is something that I wanted to ask you because it feels like almost like a universal thing as far as like family struggles like this, you know, mm-hmm. between, you know, eldest and different personality types. Is this more specific to Mexican culture than I am giving it credit yes, for? Yes, because you got to take a look at it. Um, in
1: in Mexican tradition the oldest boy if anything happens to the father will take over the entire family monetarily so everything just gonna do it Um, for example until I got married I could be called at any moment to babysit why? because I'm not married you know and I'm not the head of a family that is a huge thing now what I have seen growing up or I've seen alive is that For example, um, I know people who were in gang life, dads were in gang life, didn't want that for their kid, made sure that they tried not to do it. Hey, we're going to send you to school over here, go over here, don't be part of this. Well, something happens to dad, now this guy has to take over, got no fucking idea, he's never
0: lived it, never done it. Forced into that situation. And that is exactly what happens in this mm-hmm. Is the f- their father dies and effectively leaves them with no skills because mm. he seems like, just from the little bit of character that we get, that he's the kind of man that, no, this is my business. And also, you can, you can uh, take the watches to the market, but this is what I do. I do this part, I fix the watches. Mm. You don't. Well and And it it just reminded me of that the older generation that doesn't want to get out of the way mm-hmm. and then the younger generation being thrust into this position where they're yeah, they're in the deep end.
1: And also take a look one of the most interesting parts of this, if you take a look at each each part that they show, except for like say the cops, let's say the oppressive forces All of the very, very uh, marginalized people are all shown with a specific amount of dignity, even the, the women, the prostitutes, the mother, <coughs> Sabina. They are, all have their own form of uh, primacy. I don't What's the word I'm looking for? They they are their own people and they have their own form. Their you know, own agency. They, yes, they have their own agency outside of the, the dehumanization and the marginalization. And they're por- all portrayed, you know... With the ability to avenge whatever's wrong outside of a male-dominated society, which I thought was an interesting thing. Everything's there. I don't know how the fuck they got me to root for a family of cannibals that are all
0: objectively shitty-ass fucking people. So that is one thing that I... We'll get back to the character things in just a second, but this is one thing that I was just absolutely amazed by because... Uh, there's a scene in the American remake also Mm -hmm. and me and Sean talked about this when we did it ages ago, but how you make me feel bad for young people who are going to kill this person and eat them willingly. They know what they are doing. Mm -hmm. How do you make me feel bad for them? That's brilliant.
1: And at no time did they show these people to be good people they showed them to be human, okay? So what humanized them was not their goodness. What humanized them is the fighting between the brothers, the power played by the sister turning one against the other. You, you see them as human beings outside of the, their cannibal nature instead of showing some interior goodness, which I think is a lot of times a cheap shot. You know, you hear the old actor, well, we've got to find one good positive thing. No, you fucking don't. Just no. be real be human
0: and we're looking at these children and you can judge them for being a cannibal no -hmm. question but also that's how they were raised and I don't think people put enough stock into when you meet someone odd and they kind of tell you like oh yeah i grew up in the mormon church or i grew up in like this weird way
1: yeah i was i was homeschooled i was homeschooled in the militia camp
0: yeah exactly and kids don't know any better mm-hmm. kids know what they are told so there are these people who as they're getting older kind of realize that what they're doing is awful mm-hmm. and wrong right but also, what else do we do? It's the beginning of them trying like questioning why, do, why are we doing this?
1: Well, and, and also too, um, <clears throat> there's a now I can only go from older generations because that's all I know. I don't know a lot of n- the newer generation of people from Mexico. All the people I know are super old, but there was a, more of a link to uh, spirituality outside of Christianity. So the idea of, of flesh-consuming people is not, you know, it's not something, you know, it's like La Jarona, It's like all of the old, you know, the old cultural miscoming. All the old belief structures that are... Right, and think about the Aztecs ingesting the heart of their enemies, that type of thing. They're, you know, so the empowerment, of, the empowerment of eating the flesh. What they couldn't eat, the mom didn't want to eat the prostate because it was sucia, it was dirty. They didn't want to eat the faggot. Pardon the F word, but that was the word that they used. Yes, okay, can't eat it.
0: Yeah, that was one of the things that, like, well, I don't like that they use that. I I won't say it, but right. I didn't care for that. But also, but you'll say puto. I, no, I no, do you, not.
1: <laughs> but there's a different there's a different weight on those words depending on the culture you're saying them to.
0: Exactly, and I. Homosexuality, I'm going to say, is looked down upon a little bit more, perhaps, in Mexican culture. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not great, but also, I mean, we can't whitewash it. They say it, Mm
1: -hmm. It, it, but and and again, there's there's this happy
0: bride both everyone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's this weird thing too where the the morals of the outside society come back at the end of the movie where the 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 hard the hot-headed crazy brother that would fight anything that moved didn't wasn't able to take over the family. The you know the the person who was ineffectual and gay could not be the head of the family. It left one thing and that, that oddly guess what that societal norms. Those are societal norms the only good cannibal was the one that didn't have these things that are considered negative.
0: Right. And one of the few things that I actually, like, took the time to read about some of the, like, behind the scenes or whatever Mm -hmm. is, or trivia, that the director wanted to show just a family disintegrating. Mm -hmm. And what I think is really smart, too, is that all of the kids were reasonably, like, had it together. Yeah. The young one... a uh, younger one, Julian, he liked to fight. Yeah. But again, that goes into, you know, the older brother who feels that he has to take care of this, and then, you know, the younger brother who hates his dad but ends up being just like him. hmm you know, Exactly like him. That that cycle that mm-hmm. constantly goes on. But I, I lost my train of thought where right. was going. But it it really is, uh, oh, it, well shot because eating human flesh, hmm Makes you go insane. Oh, yeah. And, and one of the places that, because I actually looked at this a lot when we did uh, We Are What We Are, is they found in, I think it was New Guinea. It was it or something? I forgot what it was called. From Eating I, Brains? Uh, Kuru. Yes. The uh, Or the Laughing Sickness. Mm-hmm. And it mainly would come from, or happen in women. Mm-hmm. Because you get it primarily, you can get it from eating flesh, but the women while preparing bodies would snack on the brains. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was wondering if they had, if they were kind of following that thread because their mother is starting to go insane. Mm -hmm. Absolutely insane. But we don't
1: know if she's gone insane because she lost her husband and she feels that she lost control of the family. She has no, she has no more agency. And she just lost it there. We don't know, because one of the things that you mentioned, which I think is interesting, is that none of them have any deep things. Like you know, usually when you see a psycho killer movie or a cannibal movie or whatever, you see you see these horrible things that are affecting these people so deeply. No, it is this one's kind of likes to fight, and this one's kind of a prissy dick. Yeah, you know, and mom's kind of controlling, and you know, sis just doesn't say a fucking word but that is magnified because that is the only world we have during this movie and i think that it again it magnifies what we think of each of those aspects and you know and it really really just makes it even larger and more interesting to watch
0: so and what i was going to ask you also was again i wanted to get into and it's odd that it comes up in this it being pride month and all mm-hmm. when he starts following uh the group of gay men and follows them into the gay bar and then gets upset and leaves mm-hmm. because like he can't do it and he's sitting on is it the train mm-hmm. or the bus it doesn't it's matter a train. it looked like
1: it looked like the electric trains that run All up and down Mexico, yeah.
0: Right. And there's a a woman singing, and she tells a story that 20 years ago, I used to sing on this very line to Mm -hmm. put my child through college. Mm -hmm. And today he has a PhD or whatever bullshit. Mm -hmm. And she starts handing out these notes that says, you know, basically, you are alive. Uh And he goes back to the bar and gives this guy a big kiss. Now, do you think he brought him back intentionally to be eaten or do you think he thought everybody was gone and he could have a rendezvous there i think and then had to quickly due to pride cover it up and say no we're going to eat him right i brought gustavo home to eat
1: yes i think that's what happened i think he's like oh shit i do like this yes (laughs) brought old boy home figured ah fuck it let's get some freaky sneaky
0: and got busted And that because that's what I was going to ask you. I I don't know much about how homosexuality is perceived in Mexican culture, but again, like, do how how do I want to say this? Do you think it was shame that? Yeah,
1: because take take a look at how Catholic Mexico is, and how weirdly closeted and weird. You know all that stuff gets. Multiply that a little bit into Hispanic culture because it's it's very male dominated, very machismo based. Throw all the Catholicism on that, and you you got your answer right there. It is, it, it, it for example in a neighborhood, if somebody is gay. We'll give them shit. Anybody else gives them shit. We we fuck with them. That kind of deal. So it, it exists. It's more tolerated, obviously, now than it's ever been. But in traditional, old school culture, uh uh-uh. uh we don't talk about and we don't talk about that. Nobody in our family. My God, no.
0: That's again what I was wondering. Is is that kind of why he sacrifices himself for lack of a better term at the end too? Is that? He knows that he can't lead this family, so he will give, like, them an escape or something? Again.
1: No, I think he's finally, after mom slapped him a couple times, said, you ain't fit to be dead. You know, you're, you, you can't do this. <clears throat> if you also have to know something else about Mexican families. <clears throat> Mom's every goddamn thing. Mom runs the house. Mom does every fucking thing. And um, you will Listen. And without dad, if he can't do that, then he's. mom said one of us has to get out, meaning her, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he sacrificed himself for the love of his mother, not out of shame, I think. Right. Just and, from knowing culture.
0: And it goes a long way to, I guess, almost... Uh, Prove his closetedness, mm-hmm. because when they go to pick up the prostitute initially, he makes his brother go. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he were, you know, the brave or whatever, but I think just the idea of it disgusts him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a very interesting thing to throw into a film like this, and I think it fits fucking perfectly. No,
1: it, it does, because there's <clears throat> a lot of subtlety in this. In fact, I think there's more in this movie than I even see because I, had, I grew up with a culture, have been away from it for fucking ever. You know what I mean? hmm And uh, slowly, finally, meeting people back in the culture. But it, it, there, there's a huge idea because if you think about what I know of Mexican culture, my dad was an older dad, okay? And he came over in the 50s. So a, a lot of shit the values, et etc, that I know that I have seen in action were in the eighties through a you know a fifties lens, so you know it it could have changed hugely and i'm missing a bunch, but it has so much in there that it just dragged me into it.
0: So, uh, we haven't even brought up some of the uh, side characters, really. No. The the cops.
1: Fucking that cop looks like everybody named Nacho I ever knew. <laughs> Every fucking down to the bad skin and the bad mustache and the gap tooth. I'm like, I know that fucking guy. I know him.
0: Man, I love these two. Oh, my God. These two are great. When they show up. Oh, favorite character, though? Hmm. The medical examiner. Oh, my God. (laughs) That guy is the goddamn best. Look, I fucking made him up. Look how good he looks. See, I got talent. He he looks like the Mexican equivalent of Buffalo Bill. Oh, my God, he did. From Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Yes, he did. But just in a fucking wife-beater tank top, big old medallion, just playing with a dead body. And dress pants, mind you. Yes, and slacks. (laughs) Hey, that's a look, buddy.
1: That guy <laughs> Don't is judge. the best. He's fucking great. And I, I like the fact that they threw in a little comic relief without going over the top and being cartoony and, "Hey, this is a joke." Haha, ha, yuck, yuck. Uh-huh. No, they put a a person an eccentric person who would be in an eccentric position
0: yeah. in that spot. It, it takes a certain kind of person to handle dead bodies in all Mexico the time. City a- and enjoy it mm-hmm
1: Devil pri- in it <laughs> why don't you fucking guys tell me we're gonna cremate him look at all the work i did you son of yeah, a bitch I, I love that
0: dude the entire time he's just like look look how good i did mm-hmm. look look at how good i did on this corpse yeah well, nobody's gonna believe it because he's, he's gonna get burnt he's gonna be cremated
1: oh what the hell <laughs> He's pissed too. Motherfucker, I spent so much I wouldn't have even done this.
0: So uh they end up Wasted calling my these art. two fucking detectives, and they give these detectives a finger in a jar. Mm-hmm. Oh, that finger in a jar. Oh, because it dear. was in the old man's stomach. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, they mentioned that he was poisoned. And I'm like, whoa, I bet you there's a whole substory. I I might have missed.
0: Well, I think again. I don't think just your average medical examiner is looking for Kuru or the poisoning that would happen from eating human flesh. Fair enough. So it may look like some sort of poisoning just at a preliminary glance. I don't know. Yeah, but that finger looked like it was rotten
1: before it got in his stomach. I'm like, oh, dude, you shouldn't have been snacking on that, (laughs) man. No.
0: Yeah, I love the. They give these two fucking detectives that they call a finger in a jar... And they effectively just tell him, like, fuck do you want us to do with this? And uh, yeah. the one guy, guy straight up says, like, hey, we don't solve old murder. Or we don't solve old cases. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we don't solve new ones either. <laughs> Later. And then they just peace out. I love the fact that when the real police come, they're like, dude, you know how many people passed on this fucking thing? I, that's one of those little, little touches, James, that I absolutely fucking loved about this movie. It's because he's sitting in the squad car looking at this thing, and the other cop goes up and goes, what the fuck are you doing? Don't think I didn't see you looking at a finger in a jar. Hmm. And uh, For some reason, just that little, little bit of realism hmm. goes a long way with me. And little little things like that, when filmmakers get right, just tickles me.
1: Not only that, but think about how much the cartel runs out out there. Fucking... They're, no.
0: Look, I'm not getting paid to do this. Fuck you. Uh-huh. And the motivation behind figuring out this case isn't moral obligation. To go meet the president and get some cashola. Yeah. Do you know how much money we will make if we solve this case? We might even get to meet the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his main motivation. And it's the best because he's such a bumbling dick.
1: Well, plus it makes it adds to plausibility because... A lot of times when I'm trying to figure out some stuff, like from what I'm writing, I'm like, well, why hasn't he been in touch with the rest of the police force? Well, first of all, eh, we've talked about corrupt police forces. (laughs) Now, there are some heroes in the Mexico City police. Don't get me wrong. There are. But there's a lot of people on the pad. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of people on the pad. And they do not give a fuck, which adds to the plausibility. But also adding to this, is this guy's trying to keep other people from getting that info because it's his motherfucking case? So that makes him chasing after and doing all those side stuff and nobody coming to check. Because I get mad about that. That I would have gotten mad about if other if they were doing some bullshit and other police didn't go see. Well, they made the reason why they didn't go see it believable. Like fuck yeah, this guy's trying to get some extra scratch. You know, because he's obviously not on a good pad because he doesn't have his own car. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> I mean, he needs to make his money. So they made that so believable to me that I was just like, well,
0: fuck yeah, I'm more pleased. And uh, and of course, they had to just fucking exemplify how gross these dudes are. Because again, not oh. only are they not doing it out of any sort of moral obligation, their payment for finding a, the person who... From the hookers. Yeah, yeah it, we'll get into that in a minute. But his payment is like a 14-year-old girl.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But again, this cements home the the marginality of these people, the, just the throwaway lives, which is why when you first started talking about how you know the kids, whatever, I am like, well, nobody's gonna notice because every people die every fucking day and nobody bats a goddamn eye. Look, see. But when you said how the kids didn't talk, well, who's gonna believe uh, a kid? Yeah, we ate we ate people for dinner. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Paco, shut the fuck up i've got 70 other kids that i need to deal with keep please drive through there's no social there's no social workers there there's nobody you know mental health unless you have money fucking doesn't exist right so uh their poor kids are crazy you know that's the that's the looney family all their kids are nuts. so but so you know so that
0: has its own man or um or layer of plausibility for me all right because like i said that's one thing that like If I didn't enjoy this movie, that would have uh, really got me right from Mm. the beginning. was just like, well, there's no fucking way that they get away with this. I I mean, the smell alone, because human flesh does not smell like anything else when cooked, apparently. Oh, no. But
1: they never said whether they cooked it or not, and it looked like they ate it raw when an old boy was trying to chew on his sister, and she was going right at that fucking leg raw. So... Uh, well, all right. And as far as rotting meat goes, have you been to Mexico City?
0: Yeah, I, I go every other weekend. you smelling
1: shit over the smell of whatever the fuck it is out there. Okay, no. So, rotting, a uh, smell of rotting, because I, I need you to take a look at the one refrigerator they had in this house. What was on top of that refrigerator? Thousands of bottles of water, giant, weird, different shapes of bottles of water. You know what that is? There wasn't any running water, and that refrigerator didn't work. You want to flush the toilet, you're pouring water. You want to wash. Notice they didn't run to the sink when they were scrubbing. He had a sponge. There was probably a little bucket over there that they poured the water off the top of the um, off the top of the refrigerator. Because um, sometimes sometimes you only get electricity for six hours during the day. You know, because the power went out. So there none of that stuff is implausible even in the slightest. Like the smells, the the missing bodies, the kids talking shit. Nobody gives a fuck.
0: All right, I, I I guess that is a little bit more believable, and I do have to take your word for it, as I am not particularly uh 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 knowledgeable
1: or about somebody living did.
0: in Mexico City.
1: Or if somebody did get a give a fuck, uh, the whole family would have been gone. What happened? Ah. Why they caught him eating a kid? Fucking took the whole family out. Nobody said anything. Just left it. Nobody's gonna investigate. So you know, it, it all works for me in 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 the uh, conceit of this film.
0: Uh, okay. So one of the other things that I wanted to get to because I I don't know where we're at, but I wanted to transition into this. I believe this and the American remake both. I, I will give them both praise simultaneously. A uh, perfect use of violence because this is not an incredibly violent film Mm-mm. It's scary as shit when you really think about it and when it is violent, it is
1: fucking extreme <laughs> and they they show stuff yet they don't show stuff you know what I mean It's like you know wicked crazy shits happening off screen and then you see a meat hooked in a weird way that you've never I've never seen you know through the chin. Through the center and through the middle to hoist up. I'm like, fuck! I've never seen that, and that made it even more gruesome. Uh, the incision, I've seen that. That didn't throw me, but when they were in the kitchen and you saw this weird thing, and you know it's to separate bones. I, I've had, uh, I've had, uh, you know, s- skin and piece deer at deer camp. I've had, uh, you know, I've taken butcher classes, and and I, I saw that. That's for bone separating. And when she went down with that bone separator, I pictured it in my head. It was fucking wrong. They didn't have to show me. Uh-huh. They had the sound. They had the blood spatter. And I know what that looks like, and I know what that feels like. And when she pushed down and it had to give, and, it, and then she went all the way down, I'm like, that's exactly how it moved. Fuck! Yeah. That That was the, out of all the parts in the movie, when she had that thing, and I knew she was separating bones that weird <laughs> that weirds me out just talking about it because i you have to have a certain amount of ability to separate what you're doing because i know that's dinner okay so when i'm at when i was at deer camp that's that's how i got through this is dinner and other people have done this my entire life for me to eat what i'm eating right now so now i have to do this same thing when i had to learn how to scan it with you know in the butcher classes how where to cut to make sure the muscle doesn't cut through you pull the bone for the best striations you know you know all that stuff and you learn to separate yourself from it and and it was interesting because they dehumanized even you know they talked about the or we need this or we need that but they never say we need to eat a human we know it's a this we need to f- fulfill this ritual we need to do this thing and they separated just like i have to separate you know that was a living creature that I just hacked the fucking kneecaps off of. Why? Because I love... I love me some shank. And that's how you can get shank. hmm They took that one step over for people, and it, it made me take that step with them. I'm like, God damn you. Fuck you. And I went and had a steak. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not going to
0: beat me that way, God damn it. Well, Like I said, though, this... Is it it should be almost like taught as the blueprint as to how to make a horror film that is terrifying and not excessively violent because watching them try and abduct children is fucking terrifying. And it's Mm. almost out of the blue because, again, we know it's about cannibalism just because we looked at a description, right? But, you know, we need to go get something. We need to go down to the bridge. Well, it's light out. Like, we've never done it. Yada, 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 yada. And we have no idea what they're talking about. Until they spring into action, you see a bunch of, like, homeless kids under a bridge. Mm -hmm. And they start just grabbing children. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and on top of that, what I really like
1: is every time we see it, let's just take abduction and murder out of it anytime we see even like a a gas station robbery there's forethought it's more about do, do do got it shoot the guy there might the accident the bad thing is they had to shoot an innocent okay but there was a plan of forethought you could tell these people were treading water because dad always did it now it's their duty to bring home and that would have been a proper thing for the ritual according to what we understand from the mom you know what i mean they're they're doing But I love the fact that they fucked it up. And they fucked it up. Now, think about it. They fucked it up in the area where they live. In broad daylight. daylight. And then when mom brought the, the hooker corpse back and said, don't fuck with my family.
0: Dude, again, the use of violence. Because, I mean, it's not an act of violence, but just visual gore, I guess, is the better word for it. Because, uh. The depiction of the
1: aftermath of violence.
0: Yeah, well, even just the violence itself, because they have this prostitute uh, strapped to the table mm-hmm. and they're arguing because Julian's feeling her up because she, it, mm-hmm. obviously, she's pleading for her life. Yeah, so
1: like, do whatever you want, yeah, right? You, fuck me, do whatever.
0: Yeah, I'll let you guys rape me. You can both fuck me. Mm-hmm. And even that is just psychologically fucking terrifying. And then Julian goes for it. Like, he starts feeling her up and it's.
1: Horrifying.
0: Yes. And then Alfredo reaches over her body to start quarreling with his brother who's Mm -hmm. grabbing this woman as their mother storms down with what looks like an umbrella Mm -hmm. and just beats this woman to death in front of them. Just fucking
1: beats the living snot. Just pank, 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 pank. That was
0: gruesome. And effectively, uh, we're skipping a little bit here, but effectively what happens is she tells Julian, no. Get get the whore's body. hmm And they wrap her up. And again, no face covering, no anything. They go down to in an area where they presumably live near anyway. hmm And in front of the groups of prostitutes, unload this girl onto the street, open the like sheath or the wrapping that they have on her to expose her beaten in face. Said, this is what happens when you fuck with my family. And it's one of the most visually disturbing things that I have ever seen in a film. And mm. not just visually, but when you add the psychological component to that as well, that all of these girls, again, like you said, these marginalized people mm. are looking at this fucking horror in front of them. And we got to take a
1: look at it, this, too. When you don't have anything to lose, there's nothing you won't do. And... She just said, my family. She didn't say to such and such cartel or I'm with such and such. She just said, my family. You just fucking signed a death warrant. I remember when I was complaining about that. They were at the Dia Del Muerte parade and uh, LDP pulls out the gun and starts shooting and nobody fucking clocks him. Uh-huh. If you think the gangs are tough in Los Angeles, you fucking deal with cartel members. <laughs> just deal with them. You know, they're they're signing a death warrant just by saying, hey, because you don't claim anybody. You just said, you fucked with my family. Well, you just said open season. You just said, hey, come find us. Fuck
0: all of you. Uh-huh. And we just saw uh, basically your entire family. The only one they haven't seen is the daughter, is it? Yes, Sabina. Yeah. Because they've seen Alfredo. He was the driver. They've seen Julian. He was the one who abducted this woman and then brought her corpse back. Mm-hmm. And the mom, oh
1: Jesus! When she when she did that, I'm like, oh. that. But that's what made this movie beautiful because they they tied that with a fucking bow, buddy. Uh huh. And even sure though did. I clocked, even though I clocked a bunch of this movie early, not not the cannibalism, but you know what was going to happen to whom and who was going to make
0: and who wasn't. I can usually do that. I didn't give a fuck. No, it's. Uh the police find find the family and there's a big raid yada 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 but getting to like pretty much the very end it is so satisfying to watch the mother cuz the mother escapes mm-hmm. while the police raids going on she escapes and she's wandering through town and a couple of the prostitutes see her mhm like they are close enough to where she got there on foot pretty quickly yep they see her and she sits down in a park and it's a great shot it's just a static shot of her sitting in a park Okay, and but, you know exactly what is coming. Now,
1: I watch... You know, they're sitting on a slide, just like uh, Let the Right One In. And the, that what finished Swedish whatever-the-fuck movie i watched 20 minutes of. Yeah, Swedish, yeah.
0: They're at a playground. Well, there's, a, there's an American remake of that as uh, well. But um,
1: there, there's a shot, because I watched it 1st uh, They're sitting on the playground talking. That that looks almost exactly like the playground and and the sparseness of who's there and who's not
0: there and talking, I was like, ooh, that gave me, that gave me those vibes hard, man. Uh-huh. But I, I love the fucking shot of her. It's pretty much just a static shot of her sitting on the slide in this park, and you know exactly what is going to happen, and you're mm-hmm. just waiting and waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden she's surrounded by this group of prostitutes, and that's it. And I liked it because there was one. What are you doing here? Wait.
1: Oh. Then you see more you yep. see her, then all of a sudden, they're just standing over, and then the next time you see her, she is beaten
0: almost beyond recognition. Yes, and again, not shot, not stabbed, beaten beaten, beaten to death in and this park. They
1: show, uh, maybe I I think they show an initial hit or two, and then they cut away, and then they cut to that body. And I love the use of that, because they give us just enough to go, oh, fuck, man, they're beating the shit out of it. and then they show you the result. The same thing with the prostitute. They were showing the, the horrible things and there were things that they were doing prior to getting beaten to death. But they leave a lot of it to your imagination. Or the shots far enough away when they were just panging people in a dome with that ham or with that um that shovel, that looked real as fuck, dude. <laughs> that I was just like, oh, oh, oh dude because even the reaction of a person got hit, I've seen people get hit with large, blunt objects, and that's what it
0: looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. And, and I do want to bring up also uh, the the hypocrisy of the mother as well. Oh. Because she kills this prostitute saying, I will not eat a whore. Then she goes out whoring to find a dude to bring back to eat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it's again it's just that older generation that do as i say not as i do because mm-hmm. she effectively is doing the exact same thing and it's just it's very funny to watch this cycle and a younger generation realizing that hey you know what fuck this
1: Yeah, older people are full of shit uh-huh look look. hey they're throwing me out into the world and they've really prepared it for me how mm-hmm. not at all and now they're going to get mad at me because I'm fucking trying. Fuck all of you.
0: Uh-huh. And I, I really enjoy, too, that uh, at no point during the ending is Sabina a suspect. At all. And she just sneaks right the fuck out of the
1: hospital. Just walk, boom, walks out, just kind of ducks around and just walks down those stairs and walks right up. And she's standing in hospital garb. With the part where her brother chewed out of her fucking neck. Looked like you're trying to get his her jugular. And she's still pulling. She's still pulling. Uh-huh. She's <laughs> just standing there making eyes at old boy. little chicken boy. I'm
0: like, dude, run. Dude, run. Dude, that, run. That was one of the skinniest men I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, no. I've seen skinnier. Well, I think? mean, okay. Well, that is still a very thin, odd-looking fellow. Oh, it was
1: especially if you think about the fact that we're watching a movie where she mm-hmm. is going to eat him. Yeah, not only that, but <laughs> you gonna eat the skinny dude. But <laughs> that's very funny. No, but when you watch a movie, even plain people look are more visually interesting to look at than him. Mm-hmm. It like, oh no. <laughs> Because he's not actually unfortunate looking, but in the realm of the movie, you're just like, oh, God,
0: no. Yeah, that's the exact thought that I have. It's like, well, what are you going to do with him? There's no meat on those bones. Mm. You need a big fella. What are you doing? <laughs> he should have found nacho. Come the, on. Do you know nothing about cooking, Sabina? F- fats and oils are the vehicles through which flavor ah, travels. Exactly. You want You don't want really,
1: really grossly obese, but you'd like a... Mm, a good, a nice a fat cap. cap. Yeah, a nice fat cap.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Ah, people.
0: Mm. So, uh, James, I, I don't personally have anything else to say about this film, except for that it's fucking fantastic. This movie does
1: what I love movies to do. Well, first of all, any movie, if it makes me feel anything, great, because I don't like emoting. So if it makes me emote and I got to practice, fucking it. You know, it makes me feel some kind of way. Usually I, I'll I'll give it extra but this movie gave me so much that i'm gonna actually have to watch it again and then i'm gonna go watch the american remake
0: yeah it's uh it's really good yeah i said i i give it the edge slightly just because you know me and mm. it it sounds dumb but like i kind of like some of the boring things a little bit more to Mm -hmm. where like it really engrosses me because again as fucking great as this movie it is is it's very in your face oh yeah
1: it is and and even it Again, it does this really cool thing with a spare story, puts a million themes in it. Just so many themes that you can just ravel or unravel whether you choose to or not choose to. They're there. And um, they touch on them periodically. Because usually I can say sometimes I'm reading a theme into because I want to read a theme into something. Mm -hmm. Or I think a theme needs to be there. No, they just put so many in there that they've touched on more than once. So usually if it's just something that's once, that could be me. But they hit so many times during the movie, I'm like, oh, this is really a thing.
0: Yeah, and they gave them such complexity that it does feel like a person, not just a character. Absolutely. Man, very, very good movie. Fucking amazing. Would would you recommend We Are What We Are? Yes,
1: but I can't give a simple answer, goddammit. For a lot of the people that I talk to now about horror movies... This might not exactly be their cup of tea, but I'd like them to see it. But I wouldn't
0: recommend it for them. But everybody
1: else needs to see this fucking movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's not what you think of when you are presented with a cannibal film.
1: You don't see a cannibal till what? You don't even see any cannibalism until, what, 45, 50-minute mark? Uh-huh. About... Yeah, you're, you're most of the way through the movie, and
0: all, oh, wow, they are going to do this now. Oh, they're doing it now. hmm Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, one last thing that I, I do want to throw in here that I would kind of forgotten about. How do you feel about them not explaining the ritual whatsoever?
1: Oh, I'm kind of two minds, because I think this movie is fucking perfect the way it is. But I am a lore whore. <laughs> I want to know stuff. Is it part of, are they ghouls for real? Um, made real you know but they're more human than ghoul because they haven't eaten enough flesh because ghouls are like vampires only they eat flesh basically right um traditionally dead flesh but or like rotting dead flesh but i'm like i wanted more i wanted something i wanted to tie it to a legend that's what not what this movie is about so yes and no i want it for me because i'm that guy but i think it would fuck up the movie if they gave up any if they gave up anything I think it's supposed to be a mystery. <clears throat> it doesn't need to be explained. This movie is its own thing in one little
0: one little wrapper. I say because I don't think it's a spoiler. The difference, and I I actually like it a little bit more, is in the American remake. It, the lore is explained, and it's uh, not so much uh, depicted as like a ritual as just a tradition, like a strange family tradition. Mm. So, I mean, there's that. And basically the American version is take every single element and swap it for the opposite. Okay. It's not in a city. It's in rural upstate New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's two girls, one boy. Okay. Mother dies. Literally, it's... Basically, everything flip flopped with the yeah. same bones of the story hmm. intact.
1: Because the one thing that they could have given me a little bit more of is they kept talking about time, the watches, the time. We're running out of time. It has to be now. It has to be now. Why? And if they would have just given me that tiny bit of information, they would have made this perfect movie for me, all the more perfect. It didn't need it, but I think it would have made it just that tiny, tiny bit better. But fuck it, it doesn't need to be better, you know. It it just needs to it just needs to be what it is for me. <laughs> it is what it is.
0: I, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's a it sparked a thing that I just kind of remembered. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Did you catch the one possible supernatural element of this? Hmm. There's the part where uh, Sabina and her mother are doing the thing in the bedroom and Alfredo's looking through the cracked door, mm-hmm. and Sabina looks at him, and then her mother notices Sabina and turns and looks toward the, toward the door, and Alfredo runs away. Neither of them were near the door, and that door shuts. Hmm. That was the only thing that I was kind of not skeptical about, but wondering... Was that supposed to be on purpose? Because we see them both a good ways from... Well, it could be because... And that's what I was wondering if that was something to do with the ritual to satiate, like, the... It
1: could be because also, you know, it's like I, I know people, who, you know, who still go to Brujas to get um, medicine. You know, and they go to Brujeria, you know, and with the sage and the blood and the things. And and I've been to um, Santarea... You know, with the chickens and the rum and the cigars and all that stuff. And the idea of the women being able to do that is not outside of. I don't know if it was intentional or not or what it was, but I, it didn't clock with me. You know, it didn't
0: seem odd to me or even supernatural. I say that was the one time because they keep referring to it as the ritual. Right. And that's what. Like, just that little thing, like, well, was that supposed to be a hint? Did they possibly cut something else out and then leave that as just a little thing in there? Or is it just somebody leaned over what would seem to be extra far, but maybe not, and shut the door? I'm thinking it was the other one, because it, there, was no, there, there was no need for that. Right, but what I'm saying is that the framing of it, he's looking into, like, the right side of the room and they're both over there Mm -hmm. and there's no shadow when the door shuts, like that would have been blocking the light to close the door. That's again, it's one of those little things Mm -hmm. that I saw and went, I wonder if they're trying to imply this or not, but clearly it didn't come through to you whatsoever. And
1: and the way this film has been, uh, has been set up is if they were to introduce any supernatural element, they would have, book ended it, or they would have put a put it there more than once, you know, to match the patterns of the rest of the movie, because the patterns seemed important to the filmmaker, because I noticed them. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that that would have been at least one more time in the film. To, you know, let's say this happened at minute twenty, twenty minutes before the end, it would happen again. Right. And it didn't, so
0: I, I didn't put any stock to that. No. Instead, they just shoot that kid in the shoulder, and then he bites his sister. <laughs> Mhm. Man, they unloaded on those fucking kids. Oh yeah,
1: well, dude, yeah, he they, shot some of them. Yeah, he shot a couple of them. And they're like, "Fuck it, the kid didn't drop it." Oh, I loved it when when uh, Nacho's partner got capped by the <laughs> by the police. because he he yeah. had he had that beautiful arrogance that I've seen a million times that I <clears throat> occasionally may have. And um, come on, I'm fucking I'm a cop. Leave me the fuck alone. He's got perps getting out of here. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, man, they found your cannibals. They're over on this street. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and so he goes to go shoot them, and they just unload on him. Pap, 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 and then they go up, and oh, shit,
0: he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> just walk away. Mm, nothing to see here. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're going to pin it on that kid for sure. Yeah, please drive through. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, 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 what this, a good movie. This fucking movie. We're,
1: we're going to stop talking about because you didn't have shit else to say. And it was an extra I, 10 I, minutes. I
0: know. <laughs> that- I'm very indecisive. I'm sorry. It's all right. I think we should call it, buddy. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, James, yes. where can people find us? They can
1: find us at horrorvomitpodcast at gmail.com. They can find us on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Um, let's see. Uh, whoa, yes. And uh, we are also on all your pod type catchers. We're on the Apple and the Spotify and whatnot. Please give us five stars. Or five word reviews helps us get on the algorithm.
0: Yes, the uh, the five star review is really the uh, mm. the five star and a review. I'm sorry, a five word review. Yes, the written reviews are what really pushes us. Dude, if we algorithm. got a five and five, oh. yeah, we'll we'll send you a outdated coupon for Arby's five for five. Yes, uh, I that is not a promise I can uh, uh, keep, of course, because I do not have old copies of coupons from the '90s. But Mm-mm. I I wonder if we could eBay them. <laughs> Can I buy your your old Arby's coupons?
1: Okay, you know what's crazy is this got to be like Rule 38 because (laughs) you know how anything that you can think of is made into a porn? Anything you can think of has been bought and sold on eBay. Well, most things.
0: I'm going to push back on that because I... uh, Or Dark eBay. in, In all of my days, I've never seen pornography related to couponing. Have you ever looked it up? No, I have not. But, James, <laughs> boy, have you given me some homework. you got to look up couponing porn. <laughs> I, I sure do. And, boy, the employees of Google are going to be flummoxed. I, I fucking feel sorry for whoever looks up whatever the fuck I look up. Because I, I have to
1: look up everything because I'm not sure if my memory is right. And 90% of the time it is, but it's just, like, random, random, random shit. Uh-huh. It, it, you know, do, do, do. Do weasels do 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 weasels get mumps? You know, just I don't know. I thought of it and I needed to look it up. Just if somebody's going, what's wrong with this man? What is wrong with him? Do weasels get mumps? Yes, they can.
0: All right then. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was a because there was a song p- about good, measles good. or
1: weasels having measles, and I said, I wonder if weasels could get mumps, and I looked it up because
0: I'm that guy. All right, and with that, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We're going to go. Push the button. That was embarrassing. No, it's just real. You have embarrassed yourself in front of the entire internet. Oh God! If that's fool, if that's you, fool! (laughs) Wow!